Misguided Astrology Podcast, the podcast dedicated to misguiding you. I'm your host, KT, and this is your horoscope for this week, October 23rd through October 29th, 2023. Welcome back to the podcast where, I don't know you, But it might seem like I do because I am sharing musings that are based upon the sun and the moon and the planets and shit. Every week I do a little sky spying and then I report back so that you can know what the fuck is going on around here. The astrology is sound, but my guidance may not be. And that is totally up to you, okay? Quick housekeeping. Special thanks to Kitty, Jolene, AJ, Julia, Jenna, Kimberly, and Tara. Thank you. Thank you all for rating the podcast. And my reminder for all of you other listeners who haven't reviewed yet, you can, you should, and if you do, I will send you a 24-page in-depth birth chart report. So please review Misguided Astrology wherever you stream your pods from or tag us in a shout-out on social media and then reach out and tell me so that I know where to send your report. Just email your birth dates. Birth date, time, and location. Those are the dates to misguidedastrology at gmail.com. And I think that's it for my notes. I'm going to try and drop the audio from Starcrossed, the reality dating game show, or the, the reality, the astrology dating game show. You know what I'm talking about. On the main pod, so I guess look out for a new pod episode to drop on the Misguided Astrology main podcast. And that is on my notes. And so on that note, let me hurry up and shut up so that I can keep talking because this is your weekly horoscope. Monday. Oh, it's that time. The spookiest season of them all. It's Scorpio season. Look alive, look alive to feel dead inside, people. It is a little insane to insinuate that Scorpios are dead inside, considering that they feel so, so deeply. Which is the antithesis of death, is to feel, feel, feel. But... They are the sign of regeneration. So death is inherent, but so is rebirth. So look alive. Now look dead. Look alive. Dead. Alive. Dead. Alive. Dead. Alive. Dead. And that's the Scorpionic experience. We're all dead and alive. Each and every one of us. Dead and alive. Wow, baby! <laughs> that was my Ariana Grande impression. Should I do it? No. But nobody's here to stop me. <laughs> and that is the true nature of spooky season, my friends. But I digress. I'm actually kind of confused by the mixed messaging of Scorpios being a fixed sign, but also a sign of endings, which is very mutable, and a sign of beginnings, which is very cardinal. Fixed energy is sort of the sustained pressure necessary to truly establish something, the consistent effort required to actually get anywhere. But perhaps it isn't inappropriate to apply that concept to regeneration, to ending and beginning again. 
that there is an invisible yet constant tension necessary in order for us to pick ourselves up and dust ourselves off again after we've fallen off the horse. Life is a fixed state in and of itself despite its ebbs and flows. We persist. Until we die. Perhaps Scorpios have the best of all worlds, above and below. Spooky! Anyways, in summary, Scorpios amaze and terrify me, and if I had to offer wisdom to the non-Scorpios, it is that you can't lie to a Scorpio. Don't try. But they can lie to you. And that is just the way it is. Cheers! Scorpios. Here we are on your wild wavelength for the next month. Sorta kinda happy to be here, I guess. In other news, Tuesday. Let's get to work. Work, 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 work. As the sun shines Saturn. This day has some serious power. Time to turn up and turn out and crank through some of that to-do list. Also, for some, this could be astro weather where you see the culmination of a major project that you've put tremendous effort into. This is a day to feel good about all of the hard work you do. So pat yourself on the back. What is hard work for if not to feel a personal sense of accomplishment and satisfaction? Right? No? Not quite? But sometimes, though. Right? Wednesday. Okay, we're gonna lightning round the middle end of the week because this weekend is what is packing the, the punch worth talking about. <laughs> Today, get your stuff done early. The day starts with the moon opposing Venus, which is feel good, a lunar SSRI, if you will. Makes things a little easier. But the moon does apply to Neptune in the afternoon and evening, so not great for focus or fervor. Friday is a bit bleh. The moon will meet Chiron, eventually asteroid of insecurity, so don't beat yourself up too hard when you catch yourself in self-doubt, self-hatred, self-deprecation, in the privacy of your own mind. Take note and fight back. Listen, bitch-ass brain. You're supposed to be on my team. Cut the shit. Besides, there is enough to deal with this weekend. Saturday. Because it is full moon time. It is the Taurus full moon. It is also a lunar eclipse. So this is the last of this little eclipse season that we're in right now between the solar eclipse two weeks ago and this. A strange time. Regular listeners know the deal. Full moons, full chaos. And an eclipse moon is max chaos. Max chaos. Usually full moons are full energy, but eclipse moons can be unpredictable and energetically erratic. And to be quite honest, this moon looks like drama. <laughs> it's in opposition to Mars and Mercury, so there is tension, there may be arguments, there may be frustrations. The moon itself will be conjunct Jupiter, which is cute. It's fortuitous. It is reading like lucky and unlucky all at once. Like an opportunity over here interferes with having a different experience over there. 
there may be a conflict of circumstance, and not in a catastrophic way, necessarily, but in a way where you wish you could be all places doing all things all at once. Just some, like, Hermione Granger time traveler shit. And people may or may not get pissed off in the process, so tread carefully. Use your words wisely. And let's just dive a little bit deeper so that you know w what area of life you can expect to feel this lunation in most. Gemini, this is a culminating moment having to do with the 12th house, which is the subconscious mind and represents um, aspects or qualities of our life that are sort of beyond our awareness. So the exact function of this moon is probably unclear to you or may not be obvious. If it was obvious, it might have to do with mental health and coping mechanisms and possibly self-destructive tendencies. It is an eclipse, so it is a little bit chaotic. So your brain space might be feeling a little like meh this weekend. It is conjunct Jupiter, so it's not a total meh, but it's just like a little erratic mental health weird. I think in the most dramatic form of this moon for a Gemini would be like calling off work for personal time and that creating tension with coworkers maybe or someone else whose your responsibilities might fall on. And that is the, the broad maximum potential of the moon. But mostly I think you'll notice the chaos in people around you more so than yourself. Mental funk, despite good things happening, is a little bit the vibe of the moon. Nothing too crazy. It's insane. I don't know. Sunday. And then today, a head full of bees. Oh, no, not the bees! Oh, yes, Nicolas Cage, the bees. As Mercury conjuncts Mars, our brains may be a buzz. And this swarm of bees might be easy to anger. For some of us, they may be hornets. They may not be bees. <laughs> they may be an angry swarm. But what I'm trying to say, outside of this bee metaphor, agitation comes easy today. There is a busy mind that needs to be put to good use, lest it spiral out of control. Busy, busy mind today. Hey, do you want to feel so energetic? So be proactive if you can. Not the bees! Ah! All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Misguided Astrology Podcast. I'll see you next Monday. Mwah. Blah.